everybody. Hey, everybody. A long, long time ago. Boy, this was... Uh, 1991, 1992, one or the other. It was my senior year of college at the great uh, State University of New York SUNY School, Fredonia. <laughs> Fredonia. D3. D3. Uh, it used to be the... Um, training camp site for the Buffalo Bills which I always found to be weird because the University of Fredonia did not have a football team <laughs> so they would come down and use the soccer fields in the summer I guess but it's weird there's no goalposts for the kicker to practice his kick in but not my concern. They were there, I don't know, at least a decade or so. And then they moved to St. John Fisher in Rochester, New York. Which, I'll be perfectly honest, it would have been nice for them to continue uh, practicing, you know, training camp at Fredonia. But it made more sense for them to be at Rochester. St. John Fisher actually has a football team. And Rochester is a clearly a much bigger city than Fredonia, so it gives fans a better opportunity to go out and see them practice and whatever. But but what whatever it's uh, you know talking bullshit. I'm not talking about the Buffalo Bills. I talk about the Buffalo Bills on this podcast way too much, <laughs> and I'm understanding of it. And I hope you forgive me for talking about the Buffalo Bills. But you guys know what I'm talking about. You know what I'm talking about. But senior year of college, I purchased myself <laughs> I purchased myself a word processor now if I have any younger folks listening you have no fucking clue what I'm talking about and that's perfectly fine a word processor more or less is a computer but it's just a typewriter that you can uh, download stuff on a hard disk. And I had bought a computer, a computer, <laughs> uh, several years prior, but I'm a fucking idiot. I never was able to figure out how to get the goddamn thing to work. You know, it's the late fucking 80s. Computers then aren't what they are today. You know, there's no internet shit or anything like that. So, but I, I ended up getting this word processor from Brother, who, with, uh, you probably know Brother from making sewing machines and things like that, but for a while they made word processors, and I fucking love this goddamn thing. It was the size of a typewriter. It was pretty big, and it had a, a screen that was, I don't know, three inches by five inches that was the screen and it was all you know the the old stereotypical black screen with the yellow uh the, the, the yellow typeface is that what you call it the yellow lettering <laughs> and uh so you could just type shit 
and then you could save it on the hard disk. It had a little like hard floppy disk thing that you shoved in the three inch by three inch kind of thing. And I fucking love that thing because you know you'd have to write papers and god damn it, it was just so much Oh, and the reason why the thing was so big is because it had the fucking printer on it right there. <laughs> so it was all wrapped in one, and the, the keyboard just flopped down from the screen. Like, you would fold it up, like on a uh, like a laptop, and you'd fold it up. And God, fuck. And it had a handle, so you could carry this thing around. It was heavy as fuck, but you could carry it. And I goddamn love that thing. It was just, so, it was so much more, because again, I remind everybody, early 90s, it wasn't like computers were really easily accessible and typewriters were a pain in the ass because at least on the word processor, you could, you'll back up and, and uh, easily um, fix things, you know. If there was a misspelling of words, they would tell you, yay, dumbass, this is not a word. It wouldn't give you a suggestion. It would just tell you, this is not a word, you dummy. We're not smart enough to tell you what you meant or what you might have meant, but we're going to tell you this ain't shit. So I had that thing, and it was uh, very successful for me in college. And I used it a whole lot. God, this this is the pussy coming out. <laughs> I used to write a lot of poetry. <laughs> and I actually sent stuff in to uh, these poetry anthologies. And I had some shit published. But don't, don't think it's cool. Hopefully none of you thought it was cool. Because it clearly wasn't. Because it was just a, it was just a scam. Because it was one of those things of like, oh yeah, we'll publish your poem in this anthology, but then you, you're going to have to buy the anthology. So, you know, I'm a dummy and I sent in a couple and like two of them got accepted and they got printed in the anthology and then I had to fucking buy the anthology. And if you're going, Stu, where is that anthology? I'll be like, I don't fucking know. I got a lot of shit, but I don't think that's something that I kept. But I kind of used the thing as a, a diary of sorts. You know, I would just write shit in it, you know, to, instead of putting things to paper to pen, which I probably should have done. I should have put paper to pen, but I, I didn't. Uh, so then, you know, I graduated Fredonia State. And then I moved to Massachusetts. And when I'm living in Massachusetts, I, uh, I work at, at a residential program. And in the second one that I worked at, it was the young adult program, the YAP. It was the YAP. And so I'm dealing with kids who are, you know, they're 16 and older. So you know, they're high school. Maybe they graduated high school. And so I remember dealing with one girl who, you know, she's working on papers or whatever. And she was pretty successful. Her name was, uh, God, why do I remember? Her name was Mindy. And Mindy needed to use st stuff to, to write out stuff. So I told him, like, hey, I'll let you use my word processor, right? Because I'm not above 
trying to help people out when they need little help. So I don't think she had access to a typewriter or whatever. So I'm like, here, here's my goddamn fucking word processor. Write whatever you want to fucking write. We'll print it out. There you go. And uh, so she did. But then it was kind of embarrassing because I guess I gave her the, uh, the hard, the floppy disk, the hard floppy disk that had like all my poetry on it. So I don't know if she was like snooping or what, but she found the poetry and she was kind of giving me shit about it. And I deserved it. Fuck, I'm not going to lie. I deserve all the shit that I got from it. At the time, I felt uh, she had invaded my privacy. Because again, as I mentioned earlier, huge pussy. (laughs) I was a huge pussy. <laughs> well, whatever. I got. I, I got. Clearly, I got over it, and I became the hardened individual that you hear before you. <laughs> so, uh, you know, I moved back to Buffalo, and then I decided to go to grad school, the great uh, state college of Michigan, the Grand Valley State University. So I bring it with me, and I used a fuck out of that thing. God damn. Grad school is nothing but writing papers. Worthless fucking papers. <laughs> and so I wrote a shit ton on that fucking thing. That word processor saved my fucking life. Now, I think I eventually, I just gave it to somebody else. I had it forever. Fuck, I can't remember where it went, but fuck that thing. That thing saved my life. It got me through senior year of undergrad. It got me through all of fucking grad school. Wrote all my fucking papers. Mm. Double spaced. God. And it was, you know, again, I was at your grad school. They're like, okay, we want you to write a 50 page paper on whatever dumb fucking shit that I don't remember. Go oh, fuck the your the margins like three inches on both sides. You essentially you're you're writing like two words a line. <laughs> Fucking Christ! I got through it. I got through it, everybody. I graduated. Never. No one will ever go. Hey, what was your uh, GPA in grad school? Nobody gives a fuck. No one cares. It doesn't matter. Did you graduate? Yeah. All right. Who cares. No one cares. But I had a lot of classmates that were fucking anal about their GPA. They had to get a 4.0. Had to get a 4.0. And there was one teacher who told us first day, yeah, I don't give out 4.0s. Nobody gets one. And a lot of fucking uh, pussies dropped out of the class because they didn't want to get like a 3.8 or a 3.9 or whatever. Pussies. Because it doesn't fucking matter. It doesn't matter. It doesn't fucking matter. I never had a uh, prospective employer go, hey, what was your GPA? Because it doesn't matter. Can you do the job? Yeah. Did you graduate? Yeah. All right. You're good to go. Fucking love that thing. Did any any of you people have word processors too that you used? Did any of you have like the brother thing? I'm not going to lie. If I ever found one of those things, at like a Goodwill or something, I'd 
probably fucking buy it just cause just cause cause I'm dumb and I got a house of full of shit <laughs> I'm not a hoarder but I definitely have a house full of shit so uh, yeah just technology man it's crazy but uh but hi everybody hey everybody it is uh me your boy Stu McAllister with me as always are the dogs. We got Sadie Dog at the end of the couch. Wean Dog's in one of the dog beds. I'm looking out to the porch. Uh, I can't see what's out there because it's dark as fuck. So I don't know if the cats are out there or not. Uh, hopefully they're out. They're on the porch and not outside. But uh, you're caught up. But uh, how was your day, everybody? How was your day? Was it a good day? I sincerely fucking hope it was a good day. Why? Because it's a Monday, October 10th, 2020. Dose. They know it's a Monday, but you can still have good days on Mondays, everybody. Let's let's all admit, Mondays don't have to be bad days. Mondays have been given that bad stereotype. Of like, oh, it's the beginning of the work week. I'm not going to lie. I like my job enough. I like working. I, I don't want to say I wish I worked every day of the week, but... I'd be okay with it if I had to. You just, you gotta go in and have a positive attitude and there you fucking go, right? If you didn't have a good day, uh, have a beer, go to bed, wake up tomorrow, and tomorrow will be a better day for you, guaranteed, hopefully. I can't guarantee that, but guaranteed. <laughs> I had to work, uh, for those who are new to the podcast, if you're new, God have mercy on your soul. I don't know how you found this or why you're listening to it, but uh, thanks. I'm your host, Tim McAllister. I used to tell tell jokes for a living, used to do social work for a living, and now I uh, sell Dot ice cream. (laughs) And that's what I did. I drove drove to seven schools in the Detroit uh, area. And uh, my boss made a big deal about it. He's like, oh, it's going to be a fucking busy day. Hope you can get them all done. I got them all done. I got everything done at like 1230. Now it was like a three-hour ride back. But uh, but there you go. So got it all done. On my way back, I stopped in and saw listener Adam House. I talked to him and his wife Stephanie. Uh, I sold them a, a Green Bay Packers hat. Stephanie is a Green Bay Packers fan for some reason. I sold it to them. Uh, gave them some dipping dots, and there we go. If any of you guys are interested in any kind of sports memorabilia shit, I got a little Macari story. Sell shit. I sell shit. I, I've decided I'm not going to hold shit, though. I don't hold shit. Because I get a lot of people who are like, yeah, I want this. And then I'm like, okay. And then I'll put it aside. And then they don't buy it. I'm like, well, I'm not I'm not doing that. It's going to be, it's got to be first come, first serve. So, uh, but if you're, if you're interested, the Macari store is posted on my uh, Instagram page and my Twitter page. And uh, there you go. There you fucking go, everybody. There you fucking go. There you fucking go. There you, there you, there you, there you, there you fucking go. Ah, <laughs> uh, so I asked uh, the guy that I did a couple short films with over the course of the pandemic. The if nothing else, the pandemic made me realize that I enjoy acting. <laughs> And if I can do it more, I would like to do it more. And uh, I managed to do two short films with this guy over the pandemic. 
And uh, the first one we did was called The Drop-Off. And it was about uh, me kind of playing like a crazy driving instructor in dealing with three kids in a uh, car. And uh, it's pretty funny. And I asked them, like, hey, man, hey, man, hey, man, is this available for anybody to watch anywhere? And he's like, yeah, man, it sure is. And he sent me a link. And uh, I have it posted on the Patreon, everybody. So if uh, if you have the Patreon, you can go look and you'll find it. It's like a little over a, a nine-minute video. It's there. You can go watch it. Uh, hopefully you'll enjoy it. I enjoyed making it and doing it. And when I rewatched it today, I laughed at some things. So hopefully you will uh, watch it and laugh as well, too. Uh, and that maybe that will give you... A uh, reason to subscribe to the Patreon. Just five bucks a month. That's it. What is it, Stu? The Patreon's a paywall where you just get more of this shit. Is it any different? No. <laughs> I don't have the time to make it different. You just get more. So if you go to Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com, and search Elemental Podcast, you should find it. And it's, like I said, it's just five bucks a month, so... Uh, there you go. Because I uh, I asked him more about the uh, the the new one or the newer one called Roommates, uh, and that one he is sh- uh, shot to some film festivals. I got accepted to two film festivals. I actually have been nominated for best uh, performance in a comedy film at the Portland Comedy Film Festival. So that's pretty exciting. That's exciting. And I was talking with him about that, and then he's like, hey, man, hey, man. He's like, my boss saw the films that we did, and he's interested in having you do some commercials for him. And I'm like, hey, man, I'm down. So uh, maybe yours truly will be doing uh, some more commercial acting. We'll see. It's exciting. When you get news like that, uh, well, in, in the grander scheme of things, it's not huge news it's not life-changing news but it's fun news it's fun it's shit i like doing and i and i will get paid for that so that's exciting that's good shit it's good shit man it's good shit uh yeah i really don't have much other than like this is a frustrating thing for me today i like taking my dogs with me when i when i work a longer day and so I'll just have them in the car. They're not stuck in the cage all day. And I can let them out and I give them treats and water. And a lot of customers recognize the dogs. And t- today at one of the schools, I just happened to stop at the school. Uh, with, p- kids kind of come and go in schools. <laughs> they get shuttled from place to place. I don't know. But at this one school, when I was there a couple weeks ago, there was this girl out front. And she just kind of came up to the van window where my dogs were, and she was staring at the dogs, and it was kind of creepy. It was sort of children of the corn kind of shit. And I'm like, oh, my God, what the fuck's happening here? Like, I know she didn't mean anything bad, but she just had a creepy smile on her face. And I'm like, okay, <laughs> all right, well, thanks, we'll see you. And so today, she was there again today. And I was like, oh, what the fuck? And uh, she's following me into uh, the school. And she's like, oh, I see you got two dogs. And I'm like, yep. 
what are their names? I'm like, I didn't want to say Ween Dog, but I was like, uh, Winter and Sadie. And she's like, oh, the two girls, are they nice? And I was like, yeah, they're usually pretty nice. And then she's like, oh, well, what, what's your name? And I'm like, oh my God, are we dating now, chick? <laughs> I don't think you want to date me. You're a, first off, you're a high school student. And second off, you're a weirdo. So I don't think I want to date you. But it was just, it was just really weird. And clearly this, this girl had autism of some kind, I guess. I don't know. She was very fixated on the dogs. And I'm like, okay, okay. Thank God when I went back out, her bus or whatever that was taking her showed up and she wasn't there. But I know she's harmless and whatever. She just likes dogs. But sometimes I'm like, ah, fuck, what is this? But today, somehow, when I bring the dogs and I put them in the cab of the van with me, and then they have a harness that they wear, and but I'll take the, uh, the leash off the harness. Because, you know, sometimes, like, particularly wean dogs, she'll, like, wander around and she'll get the leash stuck and shit so I'll just take it off so it doesn't get wrapped up and stuff but her leash is missing somehow I don't know how the fuck it's missing but it's missing <laughs> like what what happened maybe that weirdo chick opened up the door when I wasn't looking and stole the fucking leash but how weird is that I just put it there on the floor of the van hers and, and Sadie's Sadie's was still there I don't know where the fuck it went and that, that's the leash I've had forever. That was the leash when I had my old dog, Simon. So I'm kind of bummed that it's disappeared. I looked all over that fucking cab when I got back to the warehouse, but it's gone forever. It's gone. It's gone. Oh, why? <laughs> Whatever. All right. Uh, I got to give an update. I talked about this story. Story. Um, Where is it? Oh, here it is. Uh, about this comedian who was on stage at a club in New Jersey, New York City area, and uh, she was getting heckled, and then someone eventually threw a beer can at her, and they're like, what the fuck? Well, there's an update. Uh, I cracked jokes that the uh, the person who threw the can at, at the comedian missed because it was a woman, and women have bad aim. <laughs> that, was my, that was my joke. Uh... But apparently it was a dude. <laughs> a dude threw it. I'm like, oh, God damn, dude. You suck. But a dude threw the can, and the owner of the club is looking to press charges against the guy. And it's kind of become, it's become viral. So, uh, listener Kim sent me a tweet. Valerie Bertinelli, of all people. Fucking uh, Van Halen's wife. Uh, tweeted at at this chick. What's her name? Ariel something. Uh, Ariel Elias. And was like, oh, you're a goddess. I'm like, what? Because she was telling fucking stories and a dude threw a beer can at her. I'm like, I don't know if she's a goddess, but whatever. People are really being uh, complimentary to her about how she handled it and how she just like, she picked up the beer can and then just kind of drank from it. And I'm like going, I don't know if I'd want to drink beer from a can that was just hucked at me by someone who's probably a fucking scumbag. <laughs> I don't know what fucking herpes sores they got on their mouth, but I'm not interested in doing this. 
uh, whatever. So they're just, yeah, apparently it's a dude. He ran out like a pussy. Apparently the guy of the club fucking knows who it is. And they're going to press charges. Whatever. It's all weird. I said it on the Patreon yesterday, and I'll say it to you here now. This is all you need to do when you go to a comedy club. You go. You sit down. Uh, you keep your table talk to a minimum and your laughter to a maximum. <laughs> and you don't fucking heckle the comedians. You sit down and you enjoy the show, right, Sadie Dog? You just enjoy the fucking show. And if you're not enjoying the show, it's perfectly fine for you to get up and leave. Like, if you don't like a fucking movie, you don't have to sit there and watch it till the end. You can get up and fucking leave. If you're at a concert and you don't like the music that's being played, you can get up and fucking leave. And you don't need to make a goddamn scene. Too many people feel like, oh, this is all about me. This is what I gotta do. Fuck you. Fuck your mom. No. No. You can just get up and go. You get up and go, got up and went. Am I right? Yeah, goddamn, goddamn I'm right. Yep. So today is Monday, uh, the 10th, and apparently it is uh, Columbus Day. Now, I did not realize it was Columbus Day. Columbus Day is a dumb day. I felt it was a dumb day when I was in, like, elementary and high school. I'm like, this is a stupid day. Um, people still call it Columbus, Columbus, Columbus Day. Apparently, they're now calling it uh, Native Indigenous Day. Something like that to be less offensive to uh, Native Americans or indigenous people. And I get it. 100% get it. Why fucking call it Columbus Day? Columbus is a fucking dude who just came in and he accidentally stumbled across America. And then he just like massacred people and gave them smallpox and shit like that. He just seems like he was a royal cunt. He sounds like the kind of guy, if you were to meet him today, you'd be like, oh, you're an asshole. Some dude who just goes around bragging about things that he says he did, but he didn't really do. Hey, did you know that I discovered a new fucking continent? Now, I know there are people who were already fucking on it, but I goddamn discovered it. Fuck you. <laughs> but I saw a tweet this morning, because you know me, I love my Twitter. And someone was going, hey, have a happy Columbus Day. And I looked at the guy's, uh, his Twitter handle and his bio or whatever. And it was pretty much what I thought it would be. He was, kind, you know, kind of like a right-wing nut job. Trumper, MAGA, 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 MAGA. It's always funny to me how, like, MAGA people really need to identify themselves. And everybody needs to know that they're MAGA. Like, oh my God. Uh, clearly, if you're new I, uh, to the podcast, I, I lean left. Uh, I'm a huge old pussy, as I've mentioned. I'm a so old social worker. So clearly, I lean left. I Clearly, I lean that way for social issues and things that way. And I have zero problems with changing shit. Hey, there's a dumb fucking high school that calls themselves the Redskins. Yeah, why don't you feel free to change that? All right? Like, become something else. Become the Knights. 
whatever you want to be, right? The wildebeest, who gives a shit, right? If it's offensive to some people, why, why the fucking dig your feet in about this shit? It's dumb. Over something dumb, who cares, right? Is anyone going, you know, if I went to a school and we were the fucking Redskins, there actually was a high school next to where I lived as a kid. They were the Lancaster Redskins. And if they finally came to their senses, I don't know if they have or not. I mean, you'd be like, I wouldn't be like, oh, well, when, I, when I graduated in 1988, we were Redskins. And if it was good enough for us, it's good enough for the kids today. Who gives a shit? Now, I was uh, the devils. That's what we were. We were the Red Devils. And I know a lot of people fucking have a problem with that. But I'm like, whatever, who cares? If, if, if people at my school were to go, yeah, we got to get rid of devils, we'll call ourselves the saints. We're the Clarence saints. I'd be like, all right, I don't give a shit. Because I didn't give a shit then. I don't give a shit now. It's something that doesn't mean a fucking thing. It's dumb. But I was asking people about, I was like, what, what, how are you supposed to celebrate Columbus Day anyway? Like, I don't know what am I supposed to do. You know, so I made the fucking hacky jokes about uh, getting lost and uh, massacring people. Other people like, oh, you got to give people uh, smallpox and you know shit like that. But then someone was like, oh, uh, just enjoy the day. And I'm like, well, I, I got to work. And then he's like, oh, well, go to Lombardo's. I'm like, I've never heard of it. And he's like, oh, it's a seafood joint. You can pretend that you were a sailor back in the day or something like uh, he's getting strangely in depth about it, and I was like, "Again, dude, I don't know where the fuck this is." And he's, it, this is someplace back in Buffalo, and I'm like, "Yeah, dude, I live in Michigan. I am not going to fucking Lombardo's to, to have some seafood or whatever. Your suggestion sucks, anyway." I, and I said, "If you have the day off from work, your work is soft," and apparently. Working at the post office is soft because I had to go mail some shit today. I had to mail a uh, jersey to listener Kate. I made a bet with her about the Steelers-Bills game. And loser, loser had to wear the winner's jersey and take five pictures of themselves wearing it out in public. The Bills fucking destroyed the Steelers. Steelers are a bad team this year. It's just unfortunate. I like the Steelers enough. And it's uh, it's never a good thing when they suck. But yeah, they suck this year for sure. They're probably not even going to win six games. They suck. So I had to mail that, and I was going to mail a fucking Macari purchase. I can't. I couldn't because goddamn post office has the day off. There's way too many dumb holidays that the federal government recognizes. Why don't you just recognize like Tooth Fairy Day or some shit like that too? Stupid. Fucking stupid. So I made another bet this coming week. I got a, I got a buddy who's a big Chiefs fan, and the Bills are playing the Chiefs. And I said, "Hey man, you want to make a bet?" And he's like, "Yep." And I was like, "All right. I don't like betting money. I like stunts or humiliation bets." And he's like, "Okay." And uh, you know, I talked about food, and I was like, "Do you like blue cheese?" Because a lot of people don't. And so that would be the bet. I'd be like, okay, well, you don't like blue cheese, so the bet is uh, 12 wings that you got to eat with blue cheese, right? You got to film that shit. 
And he's like, oh, no, I like blue cheese. And I'm like, okay, well, we can do the uh, the uniform thing that I just did, the jersey thing that I did. And he wasn't out about that. So he's like, how about we just, like, eat something? And so we came up with the idea. So this is what he's got to do. If the Bills win, he's going to have to chug a bottle of blue cheese dressing. <laughs> And if Kansas City wins, I have to chug a bottle of barbecue sauce. <laughs> so I probably, I guess if you were to ask most people, you'd probably go, oh, Stu got the better end of the deal. Like, I think more people probably like barbecue sauce over blue cheese. But I still feel like chugging a bottle of barbecue sauce is not going to be fun. Oh, God. So uh, please, 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 Bills win. <laughs> It'll be a good game one way or the other. One fucking game or the other. All right. When I was trying to find shit today to talk about, I was fucking not having a whole lot of success. Mondays, for whatever reason, I think are pretty slow news days. I guess it's like shit doesn't happen over the weekend and then they're like, eh, whatever. And I know Mondays of the day I really struggle to find shit. Which blows, but whatever. So I saw an Ask Amy. You guys know how I love these things. And this one just I I don't read the article, everybody. I don't read the letter. I don't read, uh, read Amy's response. But I just see the headline, and the headline is, Ask Amy, should I report seeing a man slap a baby <laughs> while in the grocery store? And I'm like going, what? A man slapped a baby? What the fuck? <laughs> now, I've seen some shit in my day. <laughs> but I don't think I've ever seen a grown-ass man slap a baby let alone in the grocery store. Now, in reality, it's not a very funny thing, clearly. You should never slap anybody, let alone a baby. But when you read the headline, should I report seeing a man slap a baby? <laughs> it, just, it just makes me laugh because it's absurd. So let's read. let's read the letter. Uh, uh, uh. Oh, what? Oh, my God. They're f oh, I apologize, everybody. I can't read it. Oh, fuck. Now I got... Because they made it a subscriber exclusive on this one. Normally, they don't. But on this one, they did. So let me see if I can find it somewhere else, everybody. Because just because MLive are being... Punk ass bitches about it. Ask Amy. Uh, report man slapping baby. Just cause fucking uh, goddamn is being punk ass bitches. Oh my god, they're fucking doing it everywhere. Uh, right, here's another one. Uh, 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 uh. Everybody's doing it an exclusive thing. Or you need to be a goddamn fucking subscriber to our paper. How do you think we're paying for shit? All right, here we go. I found it. Okay. 
Dear Amy, I am a 30-year-old gay man who doesn't particularly, particularly like children. All right, I don't know why you need to add all that shit. While I was shopping at the grocery store, I saw a man smack his little baby across the face. The child began crying and sucking its thumb. I was shocked and disgusted. Is there anything a person can do in these circumstances? I feel guilty for not advocating for an infant who appeared to be less than two years old so I'm not a parent. Okay. Here's the thing. Okay, this is what I would write. First off, you don't need to identify yourself as a 30-year-old gay man who doesn't like children. We don't care. Nobody cares. I don't need to know this. You just need to go, while I was shopping at the grocery store, I saw a man smack his little baby across the face. All right? So should you report it? Well, this is what you should do. No, you don't report it. You don't. What you do is you go over and you slap, slap that man in the face. You just bitch slap him. And then when he's on the ground going, what the fuck? You stomp him in the balls. <laughs> and then you take that baby and you run and you never look back and you never grocery shop at that store again. That's what you do. Because fuck that guy. Who's hitting a baby at a grocery store? You don't ever hit a baby, you fuck. So, but yes, clearly you fucking go, hey, um, yeah, you, you report it to someone at the grocery store because they got cameras everywhere. So I'm sure it's on, on the camera, it's on film somewhere that this guy slapped his baby. He's probably not even the real father. He probably stole this baby. He, he doesn't have any worth attached to the baby, so that's why he feels like he can slap it. This is a free baby. I don't give a fuck. Slap! All right, let's see what Amy says. Not a parent. Thank you for recognizing that even though you don't like them, young children are helpless human beings who should not be assaulted by a parent or anyone else. Uh, well, I'm not going to give you a fucking cookie for doing things that you should be fucking doing. I will tell you, I don't really like people. But I'm not going to allow people to be fucking assaulted or harmed or whatever. I'm going to do something about it. As much as I don't care for people, I'm going to do the right goddamn thing. So I'm not giving, I'm not giving this guy a cookie for doing something just because he says he doesn't like children. I don't like children, fucker. Yes, you should have attempted to advocate, uh, advocate for this child. Ways to do this would be to say, whoa, 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 wait a minute. Is everything okay here? Uh, and I'm going to say no. You, you don't want to do that. Fuck that shit. Um, why are you stepping into something that has nothing to fucking do with you? No. That's when, he, that's when the other guy starts slapping you. That's, you. You get him defensive. That's when you go, you just kick this guy in the balls. That's all he knows. And then you should have contacted store security and or called 9-11. This incident might have been caught on the store security cameras. Yeah, like I fucking said. Slabbing a baby across the face is assault and abuse. Yes, it is shocking and disgusting. And disgusting and this person who might not have been the baby's parent or even related to the baby should be stopped in this baby protector. I like how Amy's thinking. Amy's thinking like I am. This person had zero attachment to this baby. and felt like, yeah, I'm going to slap the fuck out of this thing. 
So I agree with Amy on some things, but I don't agree with Amy and stepping in. Don't fucking step in on that shit. There was a time, uh, one of the houses next door to me, uh, it's changed a whole lot. I mean, in the 20 years that I've lived here, there's probably been at least five people who've lived in that house, probably more. And it's always like younger couples. But there was one point where there was a woman living there with her boyfriend. And I just remember they would get into fucking loud verbal arguments. And she would be crying. And uh, I was always like, fuck, do I fucking go over there? Do I, like, offer my services? Like, I don't want to get involved in bad shit. Like, these are my fucking neighbors. Am I going to start something with my fucking neighbors? But, uh, I don't know. Thankfully, maybe I should, maybe it isn't thankfully, but uh, probably just a couple months after that incident happened, they fucking moved out. I th- she kicked him out because it was, like, her house, and then she had him move in. And then that's when trouble started. I think he was just like cheating on her or whatever. And it was just weird. Relationships are always fucking weird. So yeah, don't step in shit. Because you don't know what the fuck's going on in people's brains and how they might react. Fuck that shit. Fuck that shit. Unless you're going to go over there to beat their ass. Fuck that shit. Fuck that shit. Fuck that shit. All right, I'm going to end on this. Because I found this funny in a sad way and a weird way uh this happened in new york state uh baldwinsville which is fuck where's baldwinsville rochester uh the school district superintendent jason thompson only 48 that seems young to me that this guy is the superintendent for the entire school district 48 younger than me uh, but he got arrested for a DUI on Friday, which, you know, a lot of people get busted. But, you know, clearly it's a much bigger thing because this guy is a fucking, he's a superintendent of a school district, right? This guy's in charge of children's education. And he's out fucking getting hand bone drunk and getting busted for it. Why are you drinking and driving, you dumbass? He had a uh, field sobriety test of 0.15, almost twice the legal limit. So this guy likes his fucking crown royal or whatever. He's fucking doing some snoots. Some snoots! And he's getting wasted. Uh, the pro- the problem, well, it's not even the problem. It's just the funny part. Um, he, he Earlier in the evening, he was, um, he was at the school's homecoming game. And he fucking was crowd surfing at the homecoming game. Like he was at the top of the stands and um, he kind of like fell on the kids. Clearly this was like planned or whatever. And they're all holding him, you know, as you do in a crowd surf. I don't know how nobody in in the kids section didn't punch this fucker in the balls. Now, maybe I'm different, but I don't really remember having, like, positive relationships with the higher-ups at schools, with, like, the principals and the superintendent 
I was only aware of the superintendent as somebody who would make the fucking call of whether or not we'd have a snow day. So this guy, he fucking was crowd surfing down. They're all fucking going ape shit. Yeah! You know, all the stupid homecoming. Um. So, but he got busted later in the evening for fucking having a DUI. The good old fucking Dewey. Baldwinsville School Board President Jennifer Petruna wrote in a statement on Friday that the district takes the matter seriously and will take appropriate action if warranted. We appreciate the prompt response by school staff in responding to this matter since this is a personal matter. The district is unable to comment further. Thompson, who became superintendent in 2021, is receiving a salary of over $171,000. Jesus fucking Christ. I'd like to think for $171,000, this dude can fucking afford a goddamn Uber. Call somebody, you fucking asshole. Jesus Christ. But I just find it funny that, you know, hours before he gets busted. Do you think he was drunk at the homecoming game? You, you gotta believe that there have been some teachers that you went to school with that were teaching you while they were fucking hungover. Or a little tipsy, whatever. I remember there were always times where there were some kids in my class who would just be fucking, they'd be more or less drunk. They would just be like, have their head on the goddamn fucking desk drooling on themselves. And they're just like, are they fucking, like, I'm dumb. And I'm like, going, are they sick? And like, looking back and I'm like, no, this guy's drunk as a motherfucker. I was just dumb as shit back then. I'm dumb as shit now, but I was much dumber back then. Fuck. But I'm not dumb enough to realize I need to end this podcast. (laughs) I am done, everybody. Thanks for listening to this bullshit. I realize it's bullshit, but some of you fucks like it. And I appreciate that you fucks like it. That's great. So if you guys can do me a solid, do a couple things, right? Do a couple things. Go like the Facebook page. Go like the Twitter page, Elemental Podcast. That would be great. Uh, if you can go check out my Macari store, that'd be great. If you can check out my T Public store, that'd be great. If you can't find links to them, let me know and I'll send you links. Easy peasy. I want people to buy shit. So trust me, I will get you links. Um, and then uh, if you can do the whole rate review, subscribe, that'd be great too. I totally get it if you don't. But if you could, sweet. And then if you can do these four things for me as well, I want you to go to Facebook and I want you to go check out Magic JBM. That's my buddy, John Midgley. He is a magician. He's a social worker. He is an artiste. Dude's got a lot of skills. He's got some skills. And uh, I admire the fact that he's still doing social work. I couldn't fucking do it. No fucking way. So uh, go check out his Facebook page for all your magic needs. Magic JBM. And stick around on Facebook and go check out the Sunday Slaw. As I mentioned, I saw Adam and Stephanie today, but they have a Facebook page for all their coleslaw eating exploits. They eat coleslaw and they do Facebook Lives of themselves eating coleslaw. You showed me his fucking setup for it. He's got one of those ring things, those ring light things. I don't have one of those. Fuck. So he's fancy. So but go check out their page, The Sunday Slaw. That'd be great. And then uh, I want you to go over to Instagram and check out Bear Boards and Tables. That's Bear Like a Grizzly. 
Check out uh, all their stuff. Mark, the owner, he likes making things with wood. He's got a nice saw. He makes uh, keychains, knickknacks, cutting boards, all sorts of cool shit. So uh, go see what he's got for sale on Instagram. He's got a Macari store too. And then uh, if you don't see anything that you want, get a hold of him. He can probably make something for you. Whatever you want, he can probably do it. Dude's got skills. And then last but not least, another artiste, Matt Harper Art on uh, Instagram and TikTok. Uh, that's Matt with two T's. XT is for titties. He, uh, he sells a lot of art too. He's got a little store on Etsy called Barefoot Gnome. Singular, Barefoot Gnome. He uh, is making all these clay gnomes. It's very cool shit. So uh, go check out his stuff too on TikTok, Instagram, and Etsy. So again, I remind everybody, uh, Bear, uh, Bear Boards and Table on Instagram and Macari, The Sunday Slaw on Facebook, Magic JBM on Facebook, and Matt Harper Art on TikTok and Instagram and his Etsy store, Barefoot Gnome. All right, everybody, that's it. I am done. Check out the Patreon if you could. I will see you guys on Thursday for another freebie, or I'll see you tomorrow for another Patreon. All right. Love you guys.